This is Colossus, and you're listening to The High Regard Show. Hey everybody, I'm Tom. And I'm Nikki. And this is The High Regard Show. In which we talk about things we hold in high regard. Very high. High above Harlem. Way up on the third floor. Moving on up. Oh, don't get better than that. Nope, sir. The things we do for you listeners. Press buttons like a sausage-fingered freak. We don't listen to Tom talk enough. Oh, please. I got a hot mic here. Now we're recording. We sure are. The red light is on. We are on the air. Uh, welcome back to the show, everybody, and welcome back to New York, Nikki. Thank you. Thank you very much. I spent the weekend in the lovely little town of Savannah, Georgia. Oh, how nice. I spent the weekend in the lovely little town of our apartment. <laughs> <laughs> and Kona, I hear, stood in for me and took up my side of the bed. Um, not only took up your side of the bed, but was underneath the covers with me. Oh, was... good. So she kept my pillow. You know, my pillow didn't get lonely. Your pillow didn't get lonely. The bed didn't get lonely. Nobody got lonely while you were gone, I promise. Well, good to hear. <laughs> yeah. So Nikki flew back home just in time to record this week's show, which is very appreciated. You're welcome. All right. And for that reason is why dinner's going to be late tonight. And by the, before this is all said and done, we'll probably end the show on a hangry note. Probably. Probably. I'm getting a little hangry. Right. Especially after I spent all weekend eating. So, I mean. Well, yeah. It must suck to go someplace. Be like on a food tour, basically, which is what you did. And then the come part. home to no food waiting for me. Waiting for my critique. What a bunch of horseshit. There's actually food <laughs> ready to go. All I have to do is heat it up. So the faster we record this show, the faster you get to eat. Well, challenge accepted, Tom. With that said, why don't we just go right into your herd and get things moving? Alrighty then. All right. Yeah. So this week's you heard comes to us from Savannah, but it was it's actually a second hand you heard because one of the girls that was on the food tour with me mm. wandered off among like amongst herself and she came she came back and she was like, I need to tell you guys about this conversation that I just overheard and I was just like, I'm so taking that. So she's walking <laughs> among Savannah and Savannah's like a big party city like it's got like like new orleans is the it's kind of yeah it it's it's like a it's like a more like genteel like southern bell of it like when you think new orleans you think just like shit face i mean whores. it's beautiful yeah well not whores <laughs> but just like All it's, right. it's a party different things when we think of new orleans, <laughs> but like obviously. savannah is like people were, i mean because it's it's like new orleans savannah is an open carry state which right. means that you can carry an open glass of booze from one like out of a bar onto the street and then like you have to drink it before you go into another establishment but so like that adds to the let's call it a festive atmosphere so she was walking back to meet with our group and she overheard this girl who was on the phone with her friend apparently and she was like oh my god hi i'm in savannah blah 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 wait what you're pregnant? Is it John's? <laughs> oh my God. So that is a question that apparently this friend had to ask this other friend. And it kind of does play a little bit into this week's themed show. Very little bit. 
Because because we're I'll not get talking into, about New Orleans. I'll get I'll no. get no because or Savannah <laughs> or Savannah. But I'll get to that once we get into the show proper and we end. You heard. Are we going to end? You heard now. Well, we were going to, but then you had to keep talking. Oh, well, sure. All right. Okay. Let's end it. <laughs> So, you know, the old, like, I wouldn't call it a nursery rhyme, but we'll just say the old adage of first comes love, then comes marriage, then comes you and your mom with a baby carriage or something like that. Is that what it is? I don't know. You and your mom. Maybe in Pennsylvania that's the way the song goes, but I don't know. I don't know if it goes that way everywhere. But... So we started your herd with the baby carriage. All right. <laughs> and we're going to do the show proper with the wedding that comes before the baby carriage. Oh, we're working backwards. We're working backwards. We're going to Benjamin Button the show. As we are. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Benjamin Button of a show here at the High Regard All show. Right. So let's say you were born at, I don't know, age 80. I'm already over this story wherever this is going. And then by the time you're in your teens or 20s, you're like going, okay, it's time to marry, which really means you're like 60 or 70. That works for me. <laughs> so so you're saying like when you turn 60, that's when we'll get married? <laughs> 60 or 70. Oh, it's good. <laughs> so when you get to the diaper phase. When I get to the diaper super, phase. Super. When I get to the diaper super. phase. Super. Good to know. Good to know. Look, you want to learn earn the life insurance policy? You got to earn the life <laughs> insurance policy that's the way it is i think i think i've long earned it <laughs> All right, well, we'll see because you got some competition now over there that oh i know in, needs to be flourished in biscuits <laughs> anyway anyway so this is not about my taking care of tom in his diaper phase oh. this is actually about people who are actually interested in getting married because you know i don't know if you know but wedding season is in full swing you know wedding season usually like starts in the spring and runs through the fall i believe um but we're definitely in the height of it of 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 wedding season and you know soon to be married couples like there's lots of traditions that i hear that they get involved in you know the whole like eating the placenta Oh my! God. Oh, that's not even a wedding thing. That's a baby thing. All right, go on. I'm sorry. That is what are some other What are disgusting. some other wedding things? What are some other wedding things? That is disgusting. I didn't do it, but I'm saying oh I know people God. do do it. Like I'm over this now. Ew. <laughs> okay, so. But I mean, I don't know because I've never been married. So p- there's all sorts of traditions, like the wearing of the white, the not seeing, you know, the bride not seeing the or the groom not seeing the bride before the wedding, and I'm sure there's lots of other just things that, like, you know, you do or like having, you know, big huge bridal parties or eloping or stuff like that. Like, there's certain traditions that, like, you know, bridal couples, you know, follow. But one that's become really, really popular. especially as you know in this age of instagram as dogs have become a brand now as we're trying to make our dog a brand you know they they become such a like part like much more part of the family because with social media we've been able to find people that are like us because growing up i always had a dog and they were definitely treated very much even better than the kid like the kids were like my mom put our dog above and beyond like he was the most important person in our whole you know family right so like but now like with social media like other people have been saying like hey i'm not weird there are millions and millions of other people who love their dogs like ridiculously much as you know if you follow our dog 
at the Kona persona, you'll, you'll see that like we love her so much. So you see these, you know, you see these like people that are just like incorporating their dogs into so much of their daily life with, with sites like bark and things like that. Well, another new wedding tradition that's really taking shape is having your dog in your wedding. Yes. And not just like, you know, just being like a ring bearer, but like having them be there for the whole ceremony and being part of it because they are such a big part of a life. But how do you have, you know, how do you, how do you have your dog? Because like, yeah, sure. If we ever got married, I would love Kona to be in our wedding in some capacity because she is the central, central focus of our, of our life right now. Well, might I say, in our situation, it would be different because Kona is a service dog. I would have to actually hold on to her leash down the aisle. It's of the only way. Would. And in your head, you'd probably be like, you'd she would both you would both be mouth, mouthing the words while you were like looking at her, like because you would just be like, okay, I'm technically marrying Kona here. You're a surrogate, basically. Is what it comes <laughs> down to. I figured as much. <laughs> but you know, I can imagine like you know having Kona at the wedding would be great. But then also like you're having this wedding, you're spending so much money like on the wedding, on having all the people. I mean, we would not do that, I don't think, because I think that you and I are like we're not those kind of people. But and we don't like people. We don't like people. But like <laughs> you know, back when I when I did want to do like when I you know there as a girl like you kind of do dream of like this wedding day and you dream of having like this big like princess thing and like obviously that's not who I am anymore. I but like, what? But like when. And you have, like, you don't want to have your whole day, like, spent, like, okay, now I have to go, I'm in my wedding dress, and now I need to take Kona for a walk, or I need to, you know, play with her now, because she is very set in her ways of having playtime, which she's having one right now while we <laughs> record this show, course, as always, as, as soon as the microwaves, co- microwaves, as soon as the microwaves come out, as soon as the microphones come out, she's like, oh, you're going to be recording? Well, here. Here's some yeah. background noise. Here's some ambiance. <laughs> Allow me to do my part for the show. <laughs> well, she is the studio manager. Yeah. But, you know, like, you don't want to have to, like, like, it's your special day, too. So, like, yes, you want your dog to be part of it, but you also don't want, like, you want just, like, that one day to just be like, you know what? I want to just have my day and not maybe think of taking my dog out in my wedding dress or, you know, worrying how she's going to be with other people. So, but how, Nikki? How do you make that? How happen? How do you do that? You well, can't. There's too there's too many moving parts. You can't make it happen. <laughs> how can you make it happen? You can actually hire a company called O to Be a Dog. I see where we're going. <laughs> that was a very beautiful segue, sweetheart. Yeah. Well, I just set them up. You spike them down. I sure do. I sure do. And I did play volleyball in high school, so I well, got that reference. <laughs> <laughs> so. O to be a dog started in Los Angeles in 2010 as a dog walking and dog sitting service. And it was founded by Shannon Sardella Arnold, who just, she always loved dogs. And she just, she worked like, you know, a real, like a regular job. Like, I think it was in a creative field too. And she just kind of was like, I love dogs. I just, dogs make me happy. I'm not feeling happy in my day job. Like, I just want to like do this. So she worked for other services and thought, you know what, it's time that, I kind of just branch out on my own and she grew this company, you know, from Los Angeles in 2010. She moved to New York about two years ago, founded a branch here in, in New York City 
And in that time, she, you know, she, she saw the business explode because, you know, dog walking and sitting and stuff right now is a really big industry. Oh my God. It's like, yeah. a, and like the pet industry itself is like, we're talking capital B's. Like that's how big this industry is right now. So she found that like a lot of people that like she would, she would be babysitting for and her people would be babysitting for you know, and pet sitting and walking and stuff. They're like, Hey, I'm having a wedding. Can, you know, like, do you, can I hire you to come and like, just watch my dog at my wedding? Because I want them there, but I also want to really enjoy my big day. And she said, you know what? Like, this is starting to become a thing. And she created O to be a dog weddings. And Mm -hmm. now they have this like wedding service that does it's 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 a full service pet care they pick up they drop off they do photo assistance so like you can have these cute adorable photos with your dog on your wedding day and plus you know they're there to keep your dogs calm and so that this way it's not like hey mom can you watch my dog for me you don't usually watch my dog you know like so your yeah, dog and isn't you getting worry about like what did the dog eat while it was at mom's house like what are we going to be sick or on no for because mom week? is at the wedding you jackass oh yeah well, it depends. <laughs> depends on who's mom <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe the moms will show up at the wedding. Who knows? If they can get there. I don't moms, know. Moms, if you're listening, we are in no way talking about uh, our wedding. Like, just a disclaimer. <laughs> like, there's no wedding plan. There's none of that. So True. So, you know, I got to talk to Shannon Sardella Arnold, you son of a bitch. And, <laughs> and she tells us a little bit about how O to Be a Dog Weddings came about, what sort of things, you know, what what sort of services the, the, the company provides. And also, you know, just she gives us some tips on, you know, what to keep in mind if you want to include your dog in your wedding. And she's going to give us tips from everything from your pup's personality to, you know, what to do with the venue and you know, just that sort of thing. So let's turn it over to Shannon and have her tell us what O to Be a Dog is all about. All right, let's roll that fabulous bean footage. <laughs> Burked, birds. So can you just, um, you know, start off by just, you know, briefly telling me a little bit about how O to Be a Dog came about and, you know, when you decided to add the wedding component after getting all those requests? Sure, sure. Um, O to Be a Dog started in 2010 in Pasadena, California, um, which is where I lived. I grew up in California. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, after working in small business marketing for a really long time, sort of nine to five office job. Um, I was bored because I was really young, and I thought, well, I mean, I love dogs, I love animals, and I got a job at a daycare, and one thing led to another. After working at a lot, ton of daycares and managing them and opening them, um, I did realize that in the dog sort of world, there a lot of people are driven monetarily rather than the dog's health and well-being, mm-hmm. and so I wanted to start a company where I focus on the dog, and I thought, well, business will follow if I do a really good job with the dogs and take care of them. Right. And so it did. So, um, yeah, so things grew in California. And then I met my wife, who is a performer, and she lived here in New York. And we met, and so I moved to New York and two and a half years ago. And then I started O to Be a Dog here, just the dog walking and things like that. Um, right. And at the same time, the wedding thing also took off because I got – you know, people were like, oh, can I just ask you a favor? Can you bring my dog to my wedding and kind of help me out and, you know, take him to the boarding facility after? And I thought, sure. And after this happened a few times, I thought, wait a minute. Why am I <laughs> <There's> not <offering?" laughs> Right. 
yeah, there's a niche, there's a niche here. And if my clients are asking for it, other people must want it as well. Sure, sure. So that's sort of how that came about. So it's been within the last two years that you added the wedding component then? Uh, actually, last year, yeah. Because okay, I lived okay. here for a year just trying to get settled and figure my life out on the East Coast. It's very different <laughs> than the West Coast. Yes, <laughs> yes I, I, can, I can certainly imagine. You know, you know, what are, you know, kind of segueing into that, you know, what are some of the differences between, you know, mm-hmm. being a dog owner in, in Pasadena or, you know, California, you know, versus New York? You know, are, mm-hmm. are, what are the challenges? Is it better, do you think? Or, you know, like, what do you think? Because now you've, you've got experience on both sides um, now. Yeah. Yeah, it's very different. You know, California, we're very car-oriented. Mm-hmm. Um, we have yards. Um, so <laughs> it's very suburban there. So um, I think in the differences that I have to educate sort of dog owners in that environment to say, even if you have a yard, you need to walk your dog. Because imagine if you only went to your office in your house every day. You would be so bored. And that's right, kind of right. what you're doing with your dog. Like only letting them play outside and granted they're getting exercise, but it's all about mental stimulation as well. So that's that sort of difference. Um, and here in New York, it's, I need a dog walker three times a day because, you know, I'm gone for 12 hours and I live in an apartment. So right, it's like right. a different sort of mindset in that, in that sense. Um, you know, they, the, just the living is different and therefore the need is different and the, the marketing and education is different. Right, right. I don't think one is better or worse but okay. it's just a different thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I grew up in the country, so when we got, you know, we always wanted a dog, and then it wasn't until my partner was able to work from home that we were like, okay, we need to add a pup into the mix because, you know, that seems yeah. good. So we're, we're very lucky in that regard. But so you have, you personally have a dog yeah. right now? I do. I have a nine-year-old Boston Chihuahua mix. So he's small. He's 11 pounds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. And, so you know, lived in both, both, both environments. Was it hard for him to kind of, you know, transition to, to New York or, you know, if he kind of just goes with the flow? <laughs> yeah, I think the hardest thing, he's very easygoing and I traveled a lot with him. Like he's been driven across the country, I think four times now, like he's oh, gone everywhere. Um, <laughs> but I think the hardest thing for him was the lack of grass. Right. It's like the first time he went to the bathroom on concrete. It was a total celebration because he, you know, trying to find trees without grapes around them so he could go to the bathroom. No, the struggle is real for sure. No, the struggle is lack of grass. (laughs) Absolutely. So you know, speaking to to weddings, I mean, it is you know, wedding season is about to ramp up. You know, so what are what are some of the you know three to five things that parents should think about? before they want to, you know, involve pop in their big day? Sure. Um, I would say, obviously, the temperament of your dog. You know, some dogs get socially stressed out if there's a lot of people or a lot Mm -hmm. of noises in the environment. Um, So you have to sort of take the climate of your dog to make sure that they're, you know, they're going to be okay. And I think one of the ways that you can help them being okay is exercising them before sort of the ceremony so that they're on the tired side. You know, we don't really want to pick up a dog and bring them to somewhere where they have to behave and right. have them be full of energy and just not ready to do what you want them to do. Um, the tired dog is a happy dog is definitely a true statement, and it is <laughs> easier to deal with them if they're slightly tired instead of, like, ready to go. Um, right. And also, if your location, if it's feasible, um, I think a good suggestion is to have them go to the location before 
mm-hmm. you know, maybe at the rehearsal or the day before, just so they can sniff around and they have been there before. So it's right. not a completely new place, and they're, like, super excited to just go check out right. every inch of the place, and you're like, oh, but we need you to sit slightly. Um, so that's always <laughs> a good thing as well. Um, and, um, you know, having a professional, I think, is great, too, because you do, a lot of people think, oh, I'll just have my family member do it. But, you know, you don't have your family member do anything else because you want them to enjoy the wedding and you want them to be a part of it, and now they're worried about your dog. Right, right. Um, so, you know, just at you know, that way you don't have to have them or you being worried about what your family member is doing with your dog because they're not used to having a dog. Sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, that definitely does make sense having a professional because that's what they do. And <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and, and, and things come into play. You know, if you have a dog that's sensitive to heat, like a Frenchie or a pug, and we're standing outside in 80-degree weather, it's like you don't want to have to worry about if your dog's overheating. You know, we have water. We, you know, know the signs. We, we have dog first aid, you know, things like that. So lots of factors. Great. And, you know, speaking of, you know, we have dog first aid and stuff, you know, what all, you know, does – Oh, dog. Oh, to be a dog, you know, provide for this wedding. You know, like, what can you speak just a little bit about, you know, some of the services that you offer for big days? Sure, sure. So pick up and drop off um, is probably the biggest one. Um, so let's say you can pick up at your apartment or your home, depending on where you live. Um, and we do have a vehicle. So we can drive to, like, let's say you live in New York, but you're getting married out in Long Island. Um, that's totally feasible. Um, so we could pick and drop off, and while at the ceremony, um, we carry, like, a collapsible water bowl, some water. We do have a squeaky toy to help with photos, because that generally, like, if we stand behind the photographer and squeak, they'll usually right. look, and that helps. <laughs> um, we carry, like, a brush if you have, like, a longer hair, you know, print them up. Um, and uh, we do have, like, small first aid things, but nothing ever really you know, it's not like walking a dog where we're going into a dog park or things like that. Sure, um, sure. So we just, yeah. Um, so, and then just at the wedding, you know, obviously, sometimes people will have separate, you know, floral things that they put on their dogs or a separate leash or collar or things like that. So we can carry all of that and switch them out of their regular situation right before the picture so that they stay clean and um, dry. Right. Great. Yeah, and I would say that's probably the, the biggest part of the day. Right. Okay. And you also help with, um, like, photos and engagements and stuff. And, you know, are there any other kind of exactly. things that you do with that? Like, are there other, you know, events yeah. like birthdays and stuff that you get involved with? Or do you just stick primary to, like, engagement and wedding stuff? Um, yeah, I haven't really had anybody, you know, of course we'll do anything. Um, right. I think an event is <laughs> an event. Um, we mostly focus on weddings because that's generally what people want their right. dogs to be a part of because of the photo aspect of it. Um, so, yes, we'll help with photos. You know, I I think it's funny. I'm always like, oh, my gosh, if anybody could see me lying here on the ground <laughs> making crazy noises at the dog, <laughs> but it'll cock its head or its ears will pop up or, you know, whatever. Um, but, yes, we – and I've done um, a yoga calendar with dogs, like, posing them with a photographer that people were doing yoga poses and we had the dog sort of in the picture with this person. Oh, um, wow. So just, I've done, yeah, I've done sort of every kind of situation. Um, so, yeah, so anytime you have photos or you need them to sit or, you know, stay, we're pretty good. Obviously, it helps if you have some training. Um, sure. We also bring, you know, healthy, non-grain, um, great treats for that because of allergies and things like that. We do ask about allergies. Him. Oh, 
so we can because a lot of dogs have them. Um, but we try to go wheat free, you know, organic treats, and that'll help as well. Um, but yes, engagements, proposals, calendar shoots, um, <laughs> weddings, sort of anything that involves uh, photography or an event, we can absolutely okay. help with. Okay, great. And you know, you you've been in, you know, you've seen this, you've been doing this since 2010, and you know. How have you seen, you know, the kind of dogs at the wedding trend change over the years, you know, especially the last year oh that, God. you know, you've, you've been doing the actual wedding? Yeah, I think um, overall dog trends have changed. I think that more and more people are, you know, not having kids and having dogs instead. I think that's sort of where we are mm-hmm. right now in terms of family life. Um, right. I did see an article where people are buying homes for their dogs rather than their <laughs> children, which is what it used to be. Um, and I think that that is crazy, but it's true. I mean, it's like, I think it's a $50 billion industry in this country, whether it be, you know, clothes, grooming, walking, boarding, um, so many different services. And I think that the wedding aspect of it has grown exponentially in the last year, year and a half. Um, I think where it was someone's good idea or someone's dog obsessed idea where they literally take their dog everywhere. And they're like, well, why wouldn't my dog be at my wedding? Because I literally <laughs> take them everywhere. Um, it right. turned into that person to sort of the everyday, well, my family is me, my dog and my fiance, you know? Right, um, right. Absolutely. If we had somebody, you know, we would have our family there. And I think that the viewpoint on dogs has become much more family oriented and we do more for them um, now. So, of course, I think it's just become a bigger trend. Um, right. Like even Marcus Stewart has a pet wedding line now, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like clothing. <laughs> So I think it's just become, you know, dogs have just become this huge boom in the country. And I think it's awesome, obviously. But um, Right, yeah, absolutely. You know, some people, that people are crazy. Dog, non-dog people are like, you're insane. But they're yeah. like, but you have five kids and you're insane. So it just depends exactly. on what you want, like, you know. Right, exactly. And, you know, you know, so many trends. I mean, everything about the royal wedding was trends, this, this, this. But, you know, I think the coolest yes. part was Megan's dog, you know, riding with the queen to the wedding. You know, do you think that that's going to kind of keep yeah. people's interest now, too? Of course, of course. I think the queen always had, you know, the corgis, and we always, <laughs> um, excuse me, talked about that, you know, which she's known for being an animal lover and having right. the corgis. And I think because everybody is so on trend and the royal wedding did set a lot of trends a lot of new trends right um with royal society um and diversity and all of those things i think it's going to be a whole thing that people are going to look at and say well if she did it why can't i right right of course and finally because i know that you're you know you're out on the streets with the pups you know even the most well-trained well-walked dog has a mind of its own (laughs) and can be just you know Completely unpredictable. What's been the craziest, funniest, or most yeah. oh my god thing you've seen a dog do at a wedding? You know, I I've been really lucky, and I haven't seen anything super crazy. Um, I think the biggest thing that I am paranoid about it would be jumping up. You know, dogs see their owners and they get excited and they go sure. to jump up, and you're like, no, they're in white. <laughs> you know, they're in right, right. Suit. Um, and we did we did a wedding where we walked the dog down the aisle, and she was a surprise for the groom, so he didn't know. So he was super elated, and so he was causing her to get really excited. We were kind of like trying to, you know, uh, my dog, my handler Aaron, who is one of one person that works for me in California, he was there, and he was wa- literally walking her down the aisle, like 
and she's a pit bull mix. So she's like, oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, so he was just like, I need to remain calm. It's cool. And the, the groom was really great. You know, he sort of bent down, and she was, like, super excited. Um, but the jumping up, I think, is, like, the one thing that we are super sensitive about. But, no, I've never had any, you know, cake topping, ripping, coming <laughs> off tables or, you know. Um, dogs running a buck. Um, for the most part, we try to work them out so that we walk them and that they're exercised and calm. And, right. You know, we, we, we're calm ourselves, and that really helps as well. Great, great. And, and just, yeah. um, last question, how many employees do you have, you know, both overall yeah. and as well, like, here in New York? Sure. Sure, sure. I have um, four full-time walkers in New York. Okay. And I have actually one, two, four full-time walkers on the West Coast, so eight awesome. total. Okay, great. Well, awesome. Well, Shannon, it was so awesome talking to you. Thank you so much. This is this is so great. And you know, I, I love this. I love doing yeah, anything with you. dogs. So, <laughs> so oh, thanks. Well, me too. Obviously. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the time. Thanks. Enjoy your walks today. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, I really enjoy talking to her because I do, you know, I mean, I don't think it's any secret that I love talking to anybody who's as passionate about dogs as I am, or as I'm, we are. I mean, I'm jealous, to be honest with you. Why are you jealous? Oh, because, all right, look, man, nobody likes their jobs. <laughs> nobody. And I literally just had this conversation with somebody this past week where you might love doing something so much and everybody will tell you, you should find a way to make money at it. And it's like, yeah, but you know what, though, man? The second I learned to make money at something that I love doing, I now stop loving it because now all of a sudden it become a job. Right, Once exactly. it becomes a job, it's just not enjoyable anymore. Right. I mean, there is definitely a fine line between loving to do something and then when that becomes your job, like, it does become a job. But it sounds like Shannon really actually still loves her job, even after she found something that she liked and learned to make money on it. And here's the thing, though, because I think, and, and I think that this is the key, because being your own boss definitely helps. Like, you're in charge of your own destiny at that point, because you may, like, you may love what you do. You may love writing. You may love designing. You may love do walking dogs and stuff. But I don't think, like, until you are able to branch out on your own and, and be the person that makes those decisions and then have people under you to help you and work with you and work for you and stuff, I think until you reach that level, like when you, as long as you have somebody above you that's ultimately in charge of making decisions for whatever it is that you're doing or, you know, telling you what to do, like as much as you love your boss, like eventually you're going to reach a point where it's just like, I don't like you today. And then that, that day right. turns into three days and a week and a year, three years. You know what I mean? So I just think like when you are running your own show and it seems like this is more of an industry now of like, we're in like this entrepreneurial kind of life right now where because I think maybe because of the internet, people are able to kind of, Make make up make, make make up their own business because yeah. I mean imagine like imagine our parents at this age you have a a dog wedding company like that's not thinking that would have been had twenty years ago that's not something I would have think would have been had ten years ago to be honest with you <laughs> right like, yeah because you know it just seems you and I both come from a different world though I mean you know we're not 
we're not usually in the circles of people who would say, I can hire somebody to come and take care of my dog on my wedding day. Right. Like we're in the circles of you put the dog in the backyard and then you come home that night and you have it. That's what it would have been in the right. past. Right, yeah, sure. But the world has changed so much that rightfully so, dogs have now become more regarded as family members probably now by most before. people like because uh, like i said like a dog has always been part of our family a dog has always been more than just a dog to us you know what i mean right and but more people are becoming more open about that and i think it does play into the fact that like more people are waiting to have kids you know they're or yeah. they're waiting to or they're just not there's more people like n- choosing not to have kids and having a dog instead because it's a lot of responsibility but it's less responsibility than having a kid because that never goes away. I don't know. I feel like it's, you know, six of one, half dozen of the other, really, by the time you slice it up. Kids, a a dog just can't talk, and that well, would make them better. No, in a way, that makes it worse because when you, you know, we've been through this with our dog. Dog gets sick, and it's kind of like, well, what is wrong with the dog? You know, sure, you in that regard, t- yeah. I can like, tell you. Yeah, that's the worst thing about having a dog is not being able to like have them communicate. But it's also like the best thing sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, true. But, you know, in the same respect, like I said, if it was me and I was walking down the aisle, I would want to carry my own dog with me. Like, and I'm sure that they can make a concession and say, all right, well, that's, I but mean, sure. you're paying them. You could do whatever the hell you want. Right, probably, but sure, right? sure. But, and of course, and I mean, like, you know, and it, and it's up, it's up to you what you want to do. Like, if you want to walk with your dog down the aisle, that's, that's great. And like, that's totally expected. But think about it though. Like, as you're mingling with people, like I'm picturing like, you know, like the traditional quote unquote wedding of like a lot, like a big Elvis. people. Of course, Elvis. I mean, Elvis is definitely going to be there. <laughs> I don't know. Like doing it like in a chapel, like a little white chapel. In Honestly, Vegas. I think that would be so cool. You, see, I think that would be funny. But I, think I think it would be funny. But I think we get down and be like, this is cheesy as shit. Exactly. Man. And that's what makes it so much more funnier. Like, Because I think we are not the type of couple that's like, we're not church wedding people. Like, we're no. like, let's do something. Like, not even ironic. Like, let's do something ridiculous. Like parachuting. No, I would jumping out of plane, doing the vows. If the parachute opens, it's meant to be. If it didn't, and you don't, (laughs) just part ways, and everything's fine at that point in time. (laughs) That's what it was meant to be. Look, man, it's gonna be crash now or crash later. Just do it. Just jump out of the fucking plane. All right. You're so lucky that you're with someone who gets your humor and laughs at you. (laughs) Because if I think I was any other type of person, like there would just be dead air right now. I think that. And little knives going into you. (laughs) Well, I was going to say, you know me long enough and the situation where it's just kind of like, you get it. Yeah. You get it. But seriously, (laughs) I couldn't, I I hate being away from my dog for any amount of time. Like just, I mean, you were gone for the last three days. How did you feel not being around a dog for the last three days? Yeah, I don't it like I don't like but I, I don't like not being around either of you but you really like this like being around the dog right like you really wanted to be around the dog more than you wanted to be around me probably that's not true I it's both of you like you're a, you're a package deal you are her she is you mm. in so many ways yes. I have two toms she is very stubborn sometimes no, I hadn't noticed <laughs> so but I gotta tell you when you first told me the idea for this week's show <laughs> I totally totally misread what you were saying oh yeah yeah like and 
I think that's the other thing that kind of, you know, I like I said, I, I'm jealous. I'm jealous because, you know, here's Shannon gets to fly, you know, go wherever she gets to go between New York and L.A. and getting to go to like people's weddings. I'm sure like getting to have some good uh, hors d'oeuvres and drinks and stuff like that if she wants. I would imagine. I would think maybe you get to sneak in a good hors d'oeuvre once in a while. Who doesn't love an hors d'oeuvre coming around on a tray? I love, I love like food. I love like convention food, wedding food. Like I just love food. Like if you include food, I will be there. I know. (laughs) 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 But you know, she, it seems like she's just living a life, man. Like just hanging out with a bunch of different dogs, getting appetizers, getting. I know she was, she was walking a dog while she was talking to me. I know it. And, and I'm just like going, man. So, I mean, all right. So the jealousy sets in full-fledged at that point sure but even leading up to the interview itself like i was just like man what the hell is going on with this world where people are getting their dogs married because (laughs) that's the way i thought that you had when you were pitching i thought that's what it was really coming down to and that is not and i i think that anybody who's listening to this show knows i probably explained it extremely clearly to tom and he was either high or like half asleep <laughs> or, high, or watching TV or, high. or something. Or some, yeah. <laughs> but either way, whether it be any one of those things or all of those things, the way I interpreted it, I kind of liked my idea better. <laughs> like dogs getting married. And I thought Shannon was actually putting on the weddings for dogs. Because you see it all the time like on Instagram and stuff like that where, you know, yeah, go oh, yeah. and you say, oh, look, so-and-so and so-and-so got married. And it was like, man, I wonder what a business model of marrying dogs would be. Like, my specialty is just to marry dogs. I'll put the wedding on for you. And then in two or three years from now, if the dogs don't get along anymore, I'll perform a divorce. And then I'll perform parties for both of your dogs for their divorce parties. Oh, my God. I wonder if because there is like I'm not going to like there is definitely an industry like where. Oh, I know. For And I mean, and it's getting it's, married. It's it's a lot like I, I might be wrong in thinking this, but like because I know that one of my old publications, I had a writer who always wrote about like animal stuff like she would go do like the Tompkins Square pet parade, like the Halloween parade where like all the pets dress up like hundreds and hundreds of animals go there, like dressed to the nines, like in these red ridiculous costumes for like ridiculously awesome I should say costumes for Halloween oh yeah oh but like she also had an in with like this like sect of people here in the city who because like there is like a cottage industry of like these dog weddings and it was like you're invited to you know Bipsy's marriage to like Mr. Smuggles Mr. Smuggles like (laughs) Bipsy and Mr. Smuggles (laughs) and I will be there and like, I mean, like, but it was like this socialite-ish set. Like, it was just these, like, rich, like, white women who just had nothing better to do with their time than, like, just go to these, like, events. And, like, they would dress up and, like, they would, but they would also put on, like, doggy fashion shows. And finally, like, I just said, I'm like, you need to stop writing about this because it's, a, and, like, because it was not dogs that, like, like, it wasn't my type of dog. And, like, after a while, Little I just dogs. became a dog. Dogs. Yeah. Like, but they were, like, scrappy, like, Yorkies and like yeah. Pomeranians Typical and st- city dogs And it was just like Okay but like you have these women Like dressed in these like Outfits that like you'd wear To the Academy Awards If you were going Like these sequined gowns And stuff and it's like 
wait a minute. Like, it's, this is an event that, like, hundreds of people would go to because Bipsy married Mr. Smuggles. Well, yeah, because when you have so much money, you don't know what to do with it. You just start doing dumb shit with it. But I would see... I would think, like, goddamn, that would be a huge business. That's why when you were, like, saying, like, this woman puts dogs in your wedding, I was thinking, like, oh, like, so let's say if you had a dog and I had a dog and we got married and then we would marry our dogs at the same time. Oh, my God, that's so cute. That's kind of the way I was picturing it. So right, you would I could walk see that. your dog down the aisle. I walk my dog down the aisle. Like, we'd meet down at the end of the aisle. The priest would do the things and stuff like that. They'd say, kiss the bride. You kiss the bride, and then the dogs lick each other, and then the four of you walk off and live happily ever. <laughs> and that's that's really yeah, really okay. I could I see. I mean, I, I could see that. I could see that. And if- then you know, your dog tears up my dog's duck, and then my dog's like, "Fuck this bitch, it's over. Like we're done. That's it." <laughs> and then I will provide the service of two parties: one for you and your dog for the divorce. Party. You would just have this all figured out for the divorce party. Because I had a lot of time. You keep bringing up the word divorce party. Like you're, you seem very excited about the idea of a divorce party. I never had a divorce party, and I feel like people have had divorce parties in the past. I don't know. I had something like a divorce party, and I think I mentioned this to you. And 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 it's it wasn't really a divorce party as much as it was when a divorce was coming around. I had um, a woman who I worked with who had said, "Listen, I don't want you to be down on women now because." Of getting a divorce. Like, I don't want you to be, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want you to be like. Down anti- with women. Yeah. And I was like, all right. I'm like, I'm not. I'm really, really not. And I'm like, it's cool. Don't worry about it. And she was like, no, I'm having a party. You should totally come. Just hang out. Maybe you'll meet somebody. Who knows? All lesbians. The only person that I got to talk to the entire night was this woman's gay brother. That was the party I went to. And that sounds like a perfect night. Because I remember you saying you had a really fun time. It was an absolute blast. That couple did throw, like, they threw the best parties. Because (laughs) after you and I got together, you and I have been to a few of their parties Oh, yeah, their parties were great. it was always a good time. (laughs) I love that. I don't want you to be down on women, though. (laughs) I know. Well, it's (laughs) kind of like... It's like I'm not, and it's like, oh, but I'm going to go there, and we're all going to be down on but me you know because we're going to be like, what's with this guy? But that's a good, yeah. I mean, that that's awesome, though, because, like, they were, oh, my gosh, I kind of wish that we could go to, like, one of their pig roasts again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you just came back from a lost food weekend. Now you want to go to I a I know. Pig I'm roast. just like, because I am feeling hungry, and it's like, hmm. Well, I told roast? you we were going to Benjamin Button backwards till we well. get to the angry part. The whining is coming in now. We're <laughs> almost to the whining stage of little baby Nikki now. Little baby Nikki. <laughs> but seriously. I, like, I really thought that was the whole thing. I mean, you know, and then listening to it now, I was kind of like, her way is so much easier than my way. Yeah. You know, just saying, like, I'll watch your dog during your wedding as opposed to trying to find two dogs to get married <laughs> and then have, like, their whole life planned yeah, out to the yeah, divorce no, stage. Yeah, no, it definitely. And, and, I mean, you know, and I, I love that because I, – and I am I was really, really surprised that, you know, she didn't have any of these, like, mishaps. Because, like, when you picture a dog at a wedding – like, I mean, Kona, we are so blessed with Kona because she is such a perfect little angel in every single way. Even when she's being a complete asshole, she is perfect in every single way. But I could just picture, like, like when I picture, like, a dog at a wedding, I picture, like, how Zach would be. Like, my yellow lab who was just 
fucking nuts. And he got into absolutely everything. Like he would put his paws up on the table. And like, if we didn't watch like food, he would like, he would have, he would have at it. So like, I would picture just like, even if like the person's like with the wedding, you know, he's on the leash and he just like barrels you because he was like a 90 pound yellow lab. So like if he wanted to go someplace, no matter how good you were with a dog, you were going wherever he went. And I could just picture him like knocking into the table because he always knocked into things. Like he was just like a bull in a china shop. It's like, I just picture like something happening to the cake, you know? So I was really, really surprised. He'd eat eat the cake. Yeah. He would eat the cake. And I would just be like, I would, I was just really surprised that like she hasn't experienced yet, like a major mishap, like, which was really interesting. But what would she say? Like, it's not like, that's the other thing I feel like when you have a business like this, it, you don't want to, yeah. You, you don't want to project to a mishap. I mean, unless you left the business. Like, I am sure. Like, if down the road she says, "All right, I'm tired of this. I want to do something else." Let's say comedy. It will all be have written, been written out for her. Oh yeah. <laughs> there is no doubt in my mind. All the real stories yeah. would then come out where all the mishaps. Oh, I'm happen. sure she has like you know some stuff that happens where like the dog doesn't want to go or it doesn't want to go. You know. Right. But I mean, like, I. But then again, like, how much can happen when a dog, when a human's at the other end of a dog's leash at all times? Because that's what they're hired for. So, like, they're there to like, they're almost like the secret service for you know the bridal couple's dog. You say that, but yet we walk our dog on a leash everywhere, and she still finds a way to roll around and fish and (laughs) come back stinking like a like Like a dead dock worker. (laughs) Like seriously, like. You know, there are times that you just can't help it. No, Those yeah. are the stories that I really would have loved to I know, have heard. I know. But I get yeah. it. I get it, man. It's a business and you don't want to necessarily but no, but say I, anything. And I, maybe she did have it under control the whole time. Yeah, I mean, I, I would think that, like, she would have because, like, they are on the dog, like, 20, like, the whole time. Like, the whole time of the event. And, like, because I honestly, and, like, my friend, I remember we went to my friend's wedding and their dog was in the wedding. And I just remember it was like it walked down the like she walked down the aisle with somebody and then like I think but then they stayed on site and like the site was pet friendly. So then like they just took the dog back to the room and then they brought it out like every often because it was really, really hot that day and she was getting kind of nervous in crowds, you know, which is why Shannon says, you know, be sure to know your personality. Like I think Kona would absolutely love being in like I don't think she'd want like a big crowd of loud people but I think like if it was like a smaller intimate party I think Kona would like eat that up because she loves being the center of attention you know and she loves she does love people but she has a very short fuse and when she's ready to be done with people she's like I'm done that's it party's over yeah I'm gonna go stay in the corner you stay wherever the hell you need yeah, to be exactly. not in this corner though <laughs> yeah so I mean but and like I just remember them like they brought the dog out periodically and then like somebody like the the, the, the bride's mom and then like I think like the husband and stuff like that like they like periodically brought the dog out and then took it back to the air conditioned room and and yeah. stuff like that so so it's doable but why do it yourself when you can call Shannon and have her do exactly. it? Exactly. We have, like, we live in a society now. I mean, especially those of us that live in, like, big urban cities. You know, we have our food brought to us. Most people have their laundry service sent out. Like, you yeah. know, like, so it's, this is just, like, another convenience of living in this age that we live in. And I think it's awesome. Totally awesome. And I wish I thought about it first. <laughs> Again, back to the jealousy. At least we're <laughs> both on the same page Exactly. Now. Of course. Well... 
I think that does it for this week's show, to be honest with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah. So, we just want to say thank you to Shannon from O to Be a Dog. And you can visit O to Be a Dog at your wedding.com or O to Be a Dog.com. For, and dog find walking, for your dog walking sitting needs. services and then you could mm-hmm. also get a link to the wedding uh, section as well so yes. thank you so much Shannon it was awesome talking to you and I just I, I, I love anything dog so that's we, we always do especially when it's our kind of dog of course <laughs> little perfect angel who I believe is going to get pretty hangry soon too if we don't feed her true so if you'd like to learn more about the High Regard Show, check out our website at highregardshow.com. And of course, you can always contact us at highregardshow at gmail.com. And you can always follow us on social media as at the High Regard Show on every outlet. And then, of course, speaking of dogs, you can follow our lovely Miss Kona at the Kona Persona. Yes. And that does it for us this week, everybody. We'll be back again next week. Same time. Same bat channel. Nah, we'll see. See what happens next week. You never know. We never know. The world could end. (laughs) But until it does, we'll be here. Peace out, Cub Scouts. Good night.